Welcome to Romance Your Tribe Radio with me, Janet Beckers, where every episode focuses on simple action steps you can do this week to grow your business online and bring joy to the work you do. Hello, everybody, and welcome. It's Janet Beckers here, and I'm really excited today because we are talking graphics and conversion. And for me, as an artist, I just love having any conversations where we can talk about colors and things <laughs> that look really, really beautiful to look at. So we have got the master here at doing all of that beautiful design, but in a way that makes you money. Um, so Greg Merrilies, it's great to welcome you. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Janet. It's great to be here. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. And, you know, I've, Greg and I have known each other for quite a few years and we just sort of move in similar circles and catch up every now and then. And I've got to see um, quite a lot of my colleagues use Greg all the time for creating really top quality websites, top quality sales letters, everything. And they just look fantastic, like really, <laughs> really pro. Um, Thank you. And yeah, and it's, but the thing is, I also know, and this is what Greg's going to be covering today, that it's not just about making something look pretty. No. It's about making something convert really, really well. Um, so that's going to be our topic today. How do you make a? How do you make your website? Making sure you're using the design, what is on there? How do you make it so it converts really, really well? With a real focus here on the design of the website. Totally. So before we get started, Greg, just so people can get to know you a little bit about like who do you serve and how do you do it and why? <laughs> why? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Well, most of our clients are businesses that sort of use online marketing to grow their business. They could be an offline business or an online business, but they're using that online piece, you know, for the marketing side of things. So, you know, normally it could be a business that uh, it could be from you know, anything from a gym business, you know, using online marketing to attract leads and get more people into their gym um, to people that have online courses and SaaS businesses and coaches and pretty much any industry at all. But we do use a, you know, a common set of principles to help those people, which we can talk about later. Um, yeah. So really this for the listener or viewer, this training is really, you know, for you if you're using online marketing, right? So, but the thing is you are going to need an offer that, um, you know, that people want to pay you for essentially. Because if you're selling a piece of crap, it won't matter, you know, how good our website design is, it's never going to work. Right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So, and so, yeah, the way I got into this, I mean, I've had my design business, you know, since the year 2000, so forever, right? But mm. um, back then we primarily designed t-shirts and, oh. and yeah, exactly. And we designed t-shirts for local um, um, wholesalers that sold to the retailers, right? And so then around probably seven years ago, the retailers went vertical and cut out the wholesalers. So all of our clients were dropping like flies, right? Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was really, really difficult. So I kind of had to reinvent myself, which was like a, a, you know, a big struggle at the time. You know, I had a young family and, you know, mm. we had a mortgage and all that sort of stuff. And my wife was also in the, you know, the rag trade, the clothing industry, and she lost her job as well. So yeah, it was just, wow. we had to pivot big time, you know? So I looked online and I found podcasts and things like that. And, 
um, you know, James Ramco, obviously, and Ezra Firestone, mm-hmm. um, they had a podcast, Think Out Get, and they mentioned on their podcast that their logo sucks. So I thought, oh, wow, I love their podcast. I'm going to send them a, a new logo design just to say thanks, right? Um, and yeah, anyway, they ended up loving the design and then I just oh. built the relationship with them and, and built that trust and, and then ended up hiring James Franco as my coach. And, uh, you know, then, you know, he said, well, if that works so well for us, why not do it to other podcasters? So we sent them out to people like John Lee Dumas and Pat Flynn and Perry Marshall and a whole bunch of, you know, probably about 20 podcasters and influencers. Um, yeah, and did the same thing and built trust with them. And that's kind of how we spread into this online community. And yeah, it just evolved into marketing graphics and website design. And now that's our, our main thing. You know what I love about your story there? And these are, t- these are real lessons for people who are listening. Like yes. number one is you had a business that was working really well, but something changed in the market yeah. and the whole thing disappeared. Totally. Like that is, that's scary stuff, but it's also something that everybody needs to be aware of. Like yeah. have you got the facility within what you do to pivot like you did? Yeah. I mean, that's... That's a huge one. And the other one is, how arsy are you? Like, I love this technique. Like, I get, I get emails every single week, numerous ones every week, saying, I'm shit hot at what I do. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, trust me on this. And can we have a meeting where I can basically tell you how great I am and, and then stuff. you can employ me? And I'm thinking, no. Yeah. No, no. Whereas what you did is you went there with proof that you are really good at what you did because you gave them a gift. You actually put that effort in, which for somebody like me who would use Canva and stuff around, you know, that's a a lot of work. For somebody like you, that this is your specialty, that's actually probably for you in terms of the amount of time that it will take you, that is a pretty good return on the investment of your time. It was indeed, yeah. And I was really, another lesson, I guess, for the viewer is, you know, like play to your strengths. Like we didn't have many strengths at that time, but we could design really, really good looking t-shirts that sold, right? You know, we used to design t-shirts for Disney and Warner Brothers and all that sort of stuff. So we had to go through a lot of approval and it had to sell, right, in Mm. store. So we had a real commercial kind of eye. And so what we did with these podcasters, we didn't just slap their logo on a shirt. We, We went into their website, we read their testimonials, we, you know, we looked at their slogans and things like that their taglines and so then we thought well we want to put that stuff on a t-shirt and just have a little logo on there like for instance for lead pages um, we saw in their testimonials somebody said you know that's their secret weapon right so we did this big secret weapon in a really cool font and it's the little lead pages logo in the corner and clay collins absolutely loved it you know and he right photos of him wearing the t-shirt and yeah so the point is that was our strength that we had something unique. That's all we had, but that's that's what we used to, you know, as a lead magnet to, you know, find our our new clients. Yeah. That is brilliant. I just love that, and I know that there are a lot of people when you suggest to them, hey, go and like, you know, do something that actually proves that you know what you're doing. A lot of people will go, well, no, people should pay me to do all of this stuff. Like you've been very clever in recognizing, you know, this is you know, the cost of a lead and this is a really unique way to do it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Big challenge out there to everybody that is listening. 
you know, is, if, is there something that you can be doing in your business that's going to be out of the ordinary that really makes you stand out from every other person that would be trying to get those, get those clients? So Exactly. Yeah. And, and try and target influencers if that's, you know, your target market. Yeah. Sort of yeah. But um, don't right. just give them a free ebook that anyone can download. It needs to be unique to them. Yeah. Add value to their life, you know. Yeah, I love it. That is really, really good. Okay, cool. now I understand why somebody who wanted me to be a joint venture partner sent me champagne glasses. <laughs> you, <laughs> what was it. important to me? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> really nice ones too. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much. That's why I love always just asking, like, why you do what you do and why. Yeah. That's, you know, that's a great story. So, oh, excellent. Yeah, Cheers. so everybody, you know, you've already got really good value today. Like, that's, you can take just one of those points and go and do it now. So, now we're going to move over on to website design. Sure. Because that's one of the big things that I always find when people come to me um, and they will say, look, Janet, I've got to get a website. I can hear you can get one for like about 500 bucks. I actually had this conversation two days ago with my sister. <laughs> and it was sort of like slap, 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 slap. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, it was like I can hear I can get it for a few hundred bucks. I just got to get one up and going. It's going to be our main sales vehicle for this huge thing that, you know, her, her, the business that she works with, is going to be doing right you know but you know I, I i hear i can get it cheap i don't want to pay more than i need to so yeah. a lot of people that's their big thing they're either thinking how do i get it cheap or how do i do it myself mm. and you know or they go the other extreme they go i've got a quote for fifty thousand dollars to get my thing is that a good good number so yeah. um, so let's have a look what you're finding you know the kind of people that need a website so we'll have a look at what's what's sort of websites that people you know what do they need and also like the big mistakes that people make yeah sure so well for a start like with websites in general yes there's a huge range in price you can get a website for fifty dollars and then you can use you know services like lead pages and click funnels and 10x pro and, and do all this stuff yourself which is totally great right mm. um or you can buy you know a, a, a website theme on theme for us and all that sort of stuff now if you are starting out and you don't have an offer that's been tested and people want to pay you for then i you know, I recommend that's where you should start on one of those platforms, right? Mm. Um, but then when you are starting to make money, then I think you should be investing in your brand because if you just think about authorities in any niche, right? Um, yeah. They all invest in their website design because imagine from their point of view, if they weren't seen as a leader, you know, if they had a, a template or something, people aren't going to see them as a leader. So therefore, as you grow your authority, start reinvesting some of those profits back into your online image and you'll just keep slowly amping it up to the next level, right? Mm. So, but when you're starting out, yeah, that's the best place to start. Just test your offer with a, a really cheap, you know, I would say probably ClickFunnels or 10X Pro or something where you're going to um, get it up easily and quickly and then send paid traffic to it, do content marketing, do whatever is required to get people to that website and just test your offer. And then it's probably going to change over time. That's another reason you don't want to invest in a website straight away because yeah. you want to figure out where you fit in the marketplace. So once you've sorted that out and you're starting to make money, yeah, then you'll be ready for a, a website. That is really, really good advice. And I love that somebody who specializes in good websites is saying to you, no, 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 no. Don't, don't come to me yet. Don't come to me yet. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, yeah. 
we want to, you know, attract the right clients as well. And for us, the right client is somebody that is already an established business that wants to amp it up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that is excellent. And it's perfect advice. And it's, and it's the thing that, um, is, I mean, I get that sort of, you know, those questions all the time as well. All right, I'm ready to start a business. I need a website. Well, hang on. Let's just see if there's a market. Do people relate? Because you will, exactly, you will have to go and recreate it again. So, yeah. And I really like doing something like you were talking about click funnels. I use 10X Pro. Yeah, awesome. The thing that I like about those is you can test it on that particular platform and then it can grow with you. So it's not as if you have to go and, you know, do everything from scratch again so totally that's where it can be really good absolutely yeah so that's that's great advice so for people who are thinking if you don't actually have something that you know that it's going to sell and i've proven that it sells don't even bother so really really good advice Um, and we'll put some links in the show notes we'll put some links to all these different software platforms that we've talked about as well as of course over the green so um (laughs) so now let's look at the design now you've talked about the design is one thing about like really looking the professional that you are and you know that was one thing i found when i decided to go from wonderful web women to romance your tribe i thought you know what i really want to step up my game like Mm. i really want everything that i'm doing to be totally professional and so that required we reworked all of the graphics, every single thing that I did was with that idea of being able to, can I be running this as a big company and it's still congruent? So it was really essential to a part of our rebranding. Now, when it comes to people looking at the, we've got that, but we're also got, you know, conversions. We want to make sure that if we're going to invest this money. Yeah into looking good it's not just like hey look i've got a fancy car it's yeah how does this make me money so this cool. is your specialty so yeah let's have a look at this so will we look at maybe what people do wrong or what people do right i'll just gonna over to you now greg yeah sure sure oh, yeah lady. <laughs> excuse me yeah well look we do like to think of a website when we're designing a website for a client we have to think of it in the eyes of their prospects their visitors right now we don't when we when i say that we we also want to appeal to our client but it's more important to appeal to our client's client so when that person is on our client's website they they only care about what's in it for them right so therefore you know you we need to please them so we like to say, you know, a five second clarity test, right? When somebody's on your side, they want to quickly work out, you know, what it is that you offer, why you're unique and different to your competitors, um, how will your visitors benefit from your offer, and then do you have a clear pathway to try and help me with my my problems? You know, do you, can you solve my problems? So yeah, just in that alone, that approach is a lot different to you know some mistakes that I see people do where they just make the website copyrighted all about themselves, like you know. We do this, we do that. Well, people don't give a shit. They just want to know how yeah. do you help them, right? Yeah. Um, do you have a problem, you know, a solution to my problem? And then it's really, it comes down to the, the visual hierarchy, right? So, um, for instance, you know, you want to attract people with the copywriting. The images need to give the copywriting wings, essentially, enhance that message. The color palette needs to appeal to the target market. Same with the images. And then you need to 
you know, uh, show those benefits and then give them a clear call to action for them to take that next step, right? Um, but right. also what you need to do on that uh, when somebody lands on the page, because they don't know you at all at this point, potentially, right? You may mm. have done some offline marketing beforehand. You might have a podcast. You might have, you know, video, whatever the case is. You might have run an event. But the point is when people come to your website, usually you have to cater to cold, warm and hot visitors, right? And most people are cold. So therefore you want to lead with value. So have that, you know, lead magnet, uh, something like a PDF download or a free this or a free that free trial depends on your business model in return for an email address, right? And anyone has something for warm visitors and that might be where they know a little bit about you. Um, but they're ready to invest a bit more time. So it might be a free webinar or something like that. So you give the opportunity to build even more trust, right? right. And then, for hot visitors, you don't want to take people all the way through that funnel if they're hot to trot, right? So you want to give them opportunity to do business with you instantly. And if you're an e-commerce, you know, you obviously have, you know, products for them to buy. If you're a service business, it might be a free consultation or something like that. Uh, it might be a link to your course, you know, it just depends what your business model is. But yeah, we like to approach it that way where it's cold, warm and hot or we like to segment the list into different um, offers that you have that suit that different demographic like you do on your site, you know? Yeah. 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 Where mine gets divided. Okay. Which of these five are you? This is what I recommend for you. You totally. know what? I love what you've said there about that cold, warm and hot. Yep. Um, and interestingly, this just happened yesterday. I had um, an invitation from somebody who wanted to do a joint venture with me. Yep. And you know, they've got a, a, a big project happening and I would be one of the people who are involved in that. And so, you know, I never, I normally only take joint ventures when I've been introduced to people. And so, you know, if I'm doing one that's out of the blue, like I really, really, really research that person. Yeah. It's going to affect my brand. So I went onto her website and I was having a look and I thought, you know, I can see she knows the stuff. Like she's, she's the real deal. But it was really interesting when you were talking about the cold, warm or hot. So I was cold to start with. Um, I could find something there to get for free. The warm, I couldn't really find anything else to get to know more. The hot, I could not on earth work out what she was selling. Ah, and there was no way for me to see pricing. There were some overall yeah. things, but they were just brief directions and just went. And I just thought, wow. And it, so for me, I thought, Maybe she's not the real deal. Mm, and so yeah. it's, it really made me second guess about this opportunity. Was it going to work? Because yeah. And it was because there was nothing there for the hot. Gotcha. So that Interesting. Is a really yeah. good point. So it wasn't even yeah. just as a customer. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was as somebody else who can be potentially helping them to grow their business. Totally. So, yeah. And just on that, you touched on price point, right? Like a lot of people hide, they don't put their prices on their website at all. Right. Mm -hmm. And I say, do it because that's what people want to know. Right. So on each yeah. of our sales pages for our, you know, branding or landing page or websites in the FAQs, we have a, a price points, you know, right. like, um, but we're also providing a lot of information in those sales pages as well so that they can see the value and why it is that certain price, you know? So, but yeah, mm. it's important because, you know, people want to know those things. So if you, if you hide behind it, boom, they're gone and they go to your competitors. It is. That is a really good one because that's, that's often a debate in our industry, isn't it? Especially for yeah. high price programs. Yeah. Would you let people know the price? Um, and I've seen both work, but I just figure mine's going to go there. And it means when I do get people onto a call, they, they, I know it's really fast. It's just a matter of working out 
do you want the payment plan or the full payment? Because totally. they know everything yeah. beforehand. There's a lot of people yes. that won't get on the call, but, you know, they I may... I think you're wasting time. Yeah, yeah like because what we time. do... If somebody wants a quote from us, great. We ask them a few basic questions, then we send them a ballpark quote. And then if they accept that, then we send them the next steps and we jump on a call and all right. that. But you don't want to jump on an hour-long call with somebody that's, you know, not a good fit from the site, from the start, just because you forgot to, or, you know, didn't want to disclose your price and then they find out later. It's too late. You've just wasted an hour, you know? Yeah. So there's yeah. a few things that you've said that I really want to reinforce for people listening. Number sure. one is that really short, just few seconds test. Can people who go on that website, find out, you know, what you can help them to do, how you help them do it and what makes you different. Like, do they know yeah. that this is the right place for them? Mm -hmm. And then I love that you said about having something for cold, warm and hot. And I love that you put signing up for a webinar as a warm one rather than a cold. Yeah. That yeah. was, that's yeah. a really good insight for people to know. Um, totally. Yeah. You're not finding that you're not getting the registrations and people turning up. It's you may be going to cold. That's a really good point. Exactly. Because you'll find as well, if you do have a webinar funnel, you usually get a better result if you send traffic to a lead magnet page to opt in for a quick download and then on the thank you page offer the webinar. And that converts better than just sending people yeah. direct to a webinar because they don't have, they don't trust you enough to, um, to invest that time. You know? Yeah. That is really, that's brilliant advice. Now, one thing that I do want to pick up on that you said before, Greg, when we were, you were talking about the things that were important, yeah. you talked about the graphics actually reinforcing the copy. Yeah, totally. So the, the graphics actually are, are working with the copy and the graphics help to increase that conversion or the impact. Could you just go into a tiny bit more detail yeah. See what, or imagine what that looks like. Absolutely. Well, for a start, not many graphic designers say that copy is more important than design, but it is, right? right. Like you, you can have a beautiful website design, and I see this all the time, but the copy is terrible and they don't convert. <clears throat> On the other hand, if you had really, really good copy in a sales page and a terrible design, it can still convert really well. Yeah. But if you, if you take that really high converting sales copy and you give it design that, you know, um, enhances that copy from the point of view of, let's say, a color palette, right? Your target market might be women, you know, 40 to 60 or something like that. Um, so you don't want it to be looking too junior, too male. It needs to appeal to that target market. And that comes down to the colors, the images, the fonts, the, you know, the visual hierarchy and all that sort of stuff needs to appeal to that target market. So, yeah, if you get that wrong, you, you know, people land on the page, no matter how good the copy is, they'll go, oh, there's a mismatch. It doesn't, is this really for me? You know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah, mm. it's pretty important that they marry in together and then yeah. that's how you get the best result. That's fantastic. And I love how you've talked about the colours working there as well because when you were talking about it, I was thinking, oh, maybe there's like little quote images that have got the copy or maybe it's you know, to doing, you know, because I'll, I'll quite often get a copywriter that will say, I'll find an image that relates to this and then they'll send me through an example and I'll go, I'm not using that. <laughs> Is it stock? Yeah, because it's a stock image and yeah, it just, yeah. I think that's actually going to ruin the beautiful copy that you've written. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's and, good points, that the colour and those sorts yeah, of things. Yeah, and let's talk about stock images. Like, there is a place for, <clears throat> excuse me, for stock images, right? And we do use stock images as well. But what we do with stock images is we will customise them and make them unique to the brand that we're working with, ah. right? Yeah, so right. we don't just, and we definitely don't use cheesy stock images like 
you know, people in suits shaking hands. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. people going, yay, thumbs up and yeah. <laughs> all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, we, we, we choose stock images wisely and we make sure, another test you can do as well, you know, for the listener or viewer, um, if you want to use a stock image, uh, go to Google Images and grab that image and slide it into the, the question, like, you know, the search box, right? And you'll see every other website that uses that same image. And if it's your competitors, don't use that, that image, right? Right. Good tip. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you do want to make sure if you do use stock images that it is at least recolored or, you know, there's something about it that is, is tying into your brand so it doesn't look like mm. everything else out there. Yeah. That is that is a really good tip, even for people who are just starting out. Yeah. That, you know, you can be using something like Canva or something, you know, for when you're really totally. starting out. Great tool, yeah. And then just put those stock images, but putting some of your own overlays. I've got, you know, yeah. sometimes I'll see those ones that look great where they look like they've got a splash of paint or, you know, like a paint yeah. going across. And I think it looks just classy. Like it makes a huge difference. That is a really, really good tip. Yeah, okay. and just on images as well, like invest in professional photography once you've got the budget for it, right? Because yeah. that is going to have like increase your perceived value, right? As opposed yeah. to just using a crappy little, you know, picture on your phone or yeah, really invest in quality photo and then people come to your site, they're going, Oh wow, she looks professional or he looks professional, you know. Yeah. Um, and depending on your business as well, like don't be afraid to put yourself out there on video and, um, you know, things like that. I mean, some businesses, you know, you, you don't want to look like a one-man band type of thing. But in most instances, it pays to put yourself on video. Um, if you're like a big SaaS business or things like that, you'd probably use animation. You wouldn't use the, the CEO. But, um, yeah, put yourself out there because people can see your personality, you know, your body language and all that sort of stuff. Don't hide behind the website. Like, put yourself out there and you, yeah, mm -hmm. tell your story as well and you get a better result. I just love that you, you know, that you obviously have such a focus on high conversion that it's very unusual to get somebody who is a, who approaches websites from the design perspective yeah. to talk about using video and using, because it's not something that you have control over. It's, um, yeah, yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. So that is brilliant. Thank totally. you. <laughs> I'm really, I'm always trying to encourage everybody just get on video, get, because you know, it's, it just says, you know, so many things through body language. People know if they can trust you or not. It does, yeah. But be really succinct and have a plan. And, and you know, um, like, for instance, for a video, what we recommend is the spin selling formula. You know, it's like, it's a book by Neil Rackham called Spin Selling. But okay. um, it's really an acronym, which is S is the situation. So you talk about the situation of your prospects. <coughs> Excuse me. P is the problem. So you really dive into the problem, like the cause of the problem that your prospects have. I is the implication. So tell them what their life would look like if they don't address the cause of the problem. Right. Um, and then N is the need or the payoff, which is really your solution, right? So, you know, and you don't want to just ask for a sale. What you want to do is lead with value and you might ask them to download the, the ebook or schedule a call with me or something like that, right? Something yeah. for free but give them a call to action at the end. But you put that spin selling framework into a two to three minute video. It's even more powerful, powerful if you can put in some testimonials or tell your story, your why, why you started the business, especially when you get to the need section. Um, and yeah, that's a really powerful framework for a video. Mm. That is, there you go. I wasn't expecting to be able to get a really good video script on when we're talking about website design. So that's a really <laughs> good value add. And, and, 
And focusing on design with yeah. video, are there any tips that you've got that's going to make yes. it that when you are on video that you're going to be having that same professional? Um, yeah, just have it congruent, like, you know, with, with your brand. So if you've got some blue in your, in your overall brand, have a little bit of a blue, you know, I don't know what it's called, the, the bottom third, but you might have yeah. your name in there, a little bit of animation, make it look professional, um, have a, an intro video, uh, intro logo or an outro logo animation, things like that. Um, but yeah, it just needs to, you know, portray professionalism basically. Excellent. And those things are actually quite simple to do now. There's, um, mm. we'll, and we'll put some links to there's a couple of uh, websites that you can be using to be able to just take your ordinary videos that you've got and get them all professionally done, like Splashio from a, totally. a, another mutual Gideon. friend, yeah. Gideon. Gideon yeah, Shelton he's awesome. Yeah. I've signed up for that. It's great service. Yeah, yeah, it's good. We've, we've tested the whole thing through our, our system as well. So, you know, a lot of our videos have been done with him. Nice, yeah. We'll yeah. put a link down to there as well so that you can go and check that one out as well. Yeah, so cool. um, anything else that, yes. that you really want to make sure that we get across, Greg? Totally, yeah. So <laughs> when it comes to the website, yes, it's about copy, good copywriting, good design, but it's also about the strategy, right? So we touched on before that you want to lead with value. But then, yeah, one thing that you want to do is think about like what's going to happen when somebody does download that, that ebook or whatever. Do you just want to send them a little message, a little bit of text saying, hey, thanks for downloading the ebook, check your inbox and whatever. No, what you want to do instead is because they've just given you a yes, right? So on the thank you page, what we like to do is have a video, face to camera video, thanking them uh, for downloading or doing, doing whatever they've done, right? And then, you know, educate them a little bit on your services or your products or whatever the case is, and then invite them to the next step in your funnel. And it might be to watch that webinar or whatever, you know, or to join our Facebook Facebook group or, um, you know, schedule call, whatever the case is. Yeah. It just depends on your business model, but that mm. thank you page is super important to invite them into the next step of your funnel. I love it. I lo and I love how you said they've just said yes. So yeah. give them the opportunity to say yes again. Totally. Yeah. yeah that's exactly. good. Yeah. To so that's yeah, the strategy that's the piece. That people can be doing today. Like you can just make a decision. If you don't do anything from today, except one thing that might be it. Go yes. and make your thank you page so that it's really going to give them an opportunity to say yes again. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's a great tip. Um, and then I guess another thing you want to do with your website is use like psychological drivers in baked into the design and the copy, right? So, um, you know, it's little things like authority, for instance. So, you know, like we said before, invest in good photography, that sort of thing. But if you're a tradesperson or, or something else, um, it might be a, you in your unit, like your trade uniform, uh, you with the fleet of vehicles, um, just, you know, if you're a doctor in your doctor's uniform, anything that's going to show your authority, right? So that's right. Yeah, just one thing you can do there. But then there's other things you can do with authority as well. If you're, if you're a speaker, you might be, um, you know, showing yourself on stage, um, things like that. But um, yeah, even just having a professional design can lift your, your perceived authority. So mm. yeah, investing in raising your authority is important. And then social proof. You can't have enough social proof. We're talking testimonials, you know, whether they're written or video, case studies are huge, you know. Um, for instance, let's say you've, you've uh, and some businesses you can't have testimonials like, you know, doctors and dentists, things like that, but you, you can still use case studies. And a case study is really just showing people what your prospect situation was like before they came to you and then show them the pathway that you gave them on, on how you helped them and then show the result. And that, even if you're a dentist, for instance, you can use, uh, you know, 
you don't have to use a person. You can just use a, a person's um, suburb or whatever and say, this is how we help that particular person. Um, but also you might have before and after pictures, uh, really works well in the health industry. We do the same on our website, showing the before and after. We have this little animated yeah. slider thing that you can move, you know, to see the before and after. Um, but yeah, social proof is just, you can't put enough on your website in my opinion. And mm -hmm. there's reviews, plugins like Yopo for, you know, for um, e-commerce sites. There's other ones as well, but that's probably the best. Um, there's little, uh, a little plugin called proof where uh, it's a little pop up at the bottom of your site that shows who's recently purchased and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So all these little psychological yeah. drivers oh, for yeah. social proof can really enhance, you know, your results. Um, and then there's like consistency. So obviously we talk about congruency, everything needs to look and feel the same, but consistent voice. If you're, um, you know, like if you're doing a blog post, it might be on a topic that's current at the moment, just give your opinion on that topic. And then, you know, people will resonate with your opinion. They'll also repel some people as well, but that's a, it's a good thing if they're not yeah. a good fit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I always, I always refer to that as, you know, you've got to get the splinters out of your butt. So <laughs> I love it. <laughs> if you sit on the fence, you're going to get splinters in your butt. So yeah. you've got to decide like which side are you jumping off on? Mm. And, yeah. And make sure you stay there. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then, you know, like reciprocity is that whole leading with value, but you also, you know, put content on your site that's helpful for your prospect. It'll also do really well with SEO if it, you know, gets shared and commented on and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I notice you transcribe your podcast, which is also really good for SEO, you know, and that takes effort and it's an investment, but that's you leading with value and it, it works, you know, because um, it's that reciprocity thing where the more value you put out there for free, it just entices people to want to give back. It's just a natural human psychological driver, right? Mm. Yeah. And then finally, scarcity and urgency. Depending on your offer, you don't want to use fake scarcity, but yeah. if you can put a little bit of scarcity or urgency into your offer, it will boost your results. Yeah. And you know what? That's, that's an it's a really interesting one, the scarcity and the urgency, you know, because you see a lot of people who fake it yeah. and it, it just damages all that hard work that they've just Absolutely. done. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, to be able to come up with those ones and you know that the nice thing that you've got there, because a lot of the ones that you were talking about there were those things about, you know, the authority, the giving, you know, giving, giving, giving. But yep. I heard um, one of my colleagues put it beautifully the other day is a lot of times people will, spend a lot of time on that and they're constantly in the friend zone <laughs> yes. yeah bloggers have that problem yeah yeah they're always in the friend zone so yeah you, you've got to close the deal at some stage so i love how you finished there at the end saying look you know come on you know let's move it over and um you know let's get beyond the friend zone let's make this a hot date let's get the sale yeah. um, and so your yep. design needs to make that classly Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, yeah, how we approach a website design, but then there's a few mistakes as well that, that people make yeah. that, yeah, might be helpful for the listener. Of yeah. Your, brilliant. Yeah. Um, so, so generous with your, your advice today. It's just been, I hope everybody's scribbling down really quickly. <laughs> no problem at all. Yeah. So what I would suggest is like, we call these things leakage points, right? Now, most people don't really know what a leakage point is, but so what it is, it's when somebody's on your website and you give them an opportunity to leak off your site to some, some other site. For instance, what people I, I see do often in the top of their website, they'll have their Facebook, their you know Instagram, all those icons um, that when people click on, 
they're gone. They're gone to that platform. So why, why do that? The purpose of social media is to bring people back to your website, yeah. right? not the other way around. So what we like to do is have no links to social media or external websites. And if we do, it might be because we want to give some love to that site. It might be in a blog post or whatever. Um, but we'll make sure it opens in a new tab for one, right? Some people have it open in the same tab, which is just, you know, yeah. death. So <laughs> shutting the door behind you. Yeah. And then if you think about um, the videos on a site, people embed uh, YouTube videos that they you know, host on YouTube, right? And unfortunately, though, people can, on their website, they can click on the YouTube logo and once again, they're gone, right? Yeah. Or it gets to the end of the video and they've got all these other websites from, uh, sorry, videos from around the web. People click on them and they're gone. So yeah. if you have a paid YouTube account, for instance, you can turn all those features off, you know, so there's no leakage points. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then another thing, on um, say landing pages, you know, opt-in pages, that sort of thing, you might be sending paid traffic to those pages, right? So um, we wanna prevent all leakage points, but we also need to give people enough information so that you know, they've got, they can make a decision. But for instance, what you don't wanna do is have, let's say you've got a logo at the top corner and make sure it's not clickable. So in other words, um, what the mistake is, people click on the logo, they've sent paid traffic to their site, but their logo is clickable and then they go to their homepage and they've just lost the traffic from that oh, offer, right? Yeah, that's um, a or good in the, point. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Or they keep a top navigation there from their main site. Don't do that because mm. they're going to go off to these other things. It's not the reason why you've sent them there. You want you've sent them to a page because you want them to do that one thing. So yeah, yeah. And then in the footer, people have privacy terms, etc., and they click them and they go off to those other pages. Instead, when they're clicked, pop up the privacy on that page. You know what I mean? Like in a pop-up, ah. have it all written there. Um, oh, so that's a good point. Mine doesn't do that. Oh, I'm gonna. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's that's one that's going over to my to my. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's yeah. a good tip, actually. It is, yeah, because yeah. all these little things add up, you know. Like we did a landing page for somebody that sells Tony Robbins training, and yeah, we had all these leakage points before, you know, before we uh, redesigned it. Now they sent high volume traffic to it, so they only had like a 10, 15 percent boost after we fixed all the design and leakage points. But that's a significant amount, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's a, that's a really good one, especially now that you know we have the. Um, you know, the European sort of compliance for opt-ins. Totally. You have yeah. to be able to, you have to have your terms and conditions and your privacy That's there right. on the opt-in form. Yes. Um, and that has to be leaked. You have, they have to be able to go to it. So that is a really good advice just to make that a pop-up. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then like if you are sending paid traffic to an offer, we can sometimes create what's called a mini site. So we might have a privacy page separate. We might have a terms page, a contact page and about page, and it might be top nav to get the, to those things for instance. But what we do on those pages is we don't allow people to leak off to the main site. We just have, let's say they're on the main landing page, have a, an offer, right? On all those other pages, we put the same offer at the top of each of those other pages and at the bottom. So they've still got only one thing to do. Right. That's yeah. very clever. Very clever. And that's especially yeah. so if you've been paying for traffic to get them there. If you've had that's Facebook right. ads working or your Google yeah. ads and yeah, you don't want to, you know, you don't want that investment to be able to, you know, to get watered down. That is, yeah, good tips. Very right. good tips. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I awesome. Love it. I hope that's helpful. Yeah. Oh, look, it's been brilliant. Now, I know you've got like a 50 step checklist or something for people to do on their website. 
Yeah, we do. Yeah. So basically, yeah, if you go to studioonedesign.com forward slash checklist and download this checklist, it's 50 things that you can turn from a no to, to a yes on, you know, like all these questions. Um, and if it's a no, then change that thing on your site and turn it to a yes. And then if you get all 50 right, you're going to just boost the hell out of your conversions. Yeah, that's brilliant. I love that idea. So, and Studio One, is it the number one or... Yep. O-N-E, studio, the number one. Correct, studio, yeah. Yep, studioonedesigns.com forward slash checklist. We'll put the link to that there on the podcast notes as well. Cool, um, thank you. Yeah, and I will also put together a um, some, you know, a worksheet that's come from some of the things that Greg has been talking about as well. Oh, so nice, yeah. It'll help you to make some decisions and then you can go over and get that checklist so that you can make sure that you do that. So um, if you come over to the podcast page, you'll also see that I've got that downloadable for you as well. So fantastic. Yeah. So there's yeah. so many things that you've talked about that I just want to scribble down that everybody just needs to know. <laughs> <Love it. laughs> Brilliant. So um, for people who are listening, I love people to be able to take action this week. Um, so if people are, you know, if, they, if they're only going to take one action that they can be doing this week that's going to get them started, apart from, of course, go and get your checklist, of course, that's awesome, what would, what, what would you recommend that people do first? Well, <clears throat> it really depends on where they are in their business, you know. But, yeah, just look at your website in, their eye, in the eyes of your visitors if you can, which is hard to do when you're a business owner because you're usually so close to it. But, yeah, yeah it's really – that's probably step one. Um, and then I would say, you know, put – like have a look at your Google analytics, but put another tool on your site called Hotjar. There's a free version. There's like a $30 version or something, but what Hotjar does it has heat maps that show people how they behave on your website. It also has video recordings of everybody that comes to your website. Right. And so you can learn a lot from that. You can learn how people behave in and you mix, marry that up with like your Google analytics and you can, you know, you can get some really good insights. And like I have Hotjar and Google analytics on my side, of course. And once a week I just spend half an hour watching videos, looking at heat maps and guarantee I always change one thing as a result of watching that. Yeah, yeah. That is a really, really good point. Really good point. Yeah, and a website's never finished. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, and that's the other thing. It's you know, <laughs> yeah. you always be tweaking it. You know, being really careful that you're not kind of um, what do they call it, master branding? Like you're just sort of <laughs> wasting your time, sort of on the things that don't matter. Where you've, um, you know, you've yeah. talk, you're talking about the things that convert, and having something like Hot Jar does do that because I know that we made some big changes. You know, that were just really, really simple. That was affecting an opt-in. Yeah. Um, and it was because the pop-up kept on coming up saying, hi, we're here if you need some help. Well, <laughs> yeah. they were, we saw all the hot jar. Everybody was going down there to click, turn that off. Yeah, and, there um, you go. Yeah. Pop-ups should only happen, A, on an exit, in my opinion, or after an amount of time on a site, but only once per visitor per day. Mm. Some people have them pop up every time you're on that page. Yeah. Oh, so annoying. Yeah. That is brilliant. That is, thank you so much for your time today, Greg. You've just been Pleasure. incredibly, incredibly generous with your awesome. Knowledge. Yeah, well, and, hopefully um, the listener got some value out of it. But thank yeah, you. Yeah, well, it. and that's that's one of the big things for everybody that's listening. You know, one of the best things that you can do is because Greg and I, you know, we do this because we love it. Yeah. Um, is it's so rewarding to know if you've actually taken action. So the best way you can do that, when you go over and get Greg's opt-in, his, his checklist, drop, in, drop him a note through email or stalk him on Facebook. Totally. And tell him what action <laughs> you took. 
Um, come and tell me. You can leave a comment on the um, on the show notes. You can go if you're on iTunes. I would absolutely love it if you would leave a um, a review and talk about this episode specifically. What did you get from what Greg shared today? Um, that is one of the greatest ways that you can um, you know give thanks to Greg for the amazing um, you know knowledge he's giving you today because honestly this is the kind of advice that people will be paying for so um thanks so much for your time, <laughs> Greg, thank you. and thank you everybody go out there and take some action and make it happen baby <laughs> i love it thank you bye bye it's janet here thanks for joining me on romance your tribe radio hey you heard our voices today but do you want to see what we really look like you can see the video version of this episode over at romanceyourtribe.com and grab the show notes while you're there. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you show the love and leave an honest review on iTunes or your favorite podcast directory. I'll see you on the next episode.